0: That sticky green, you know what I mean? you yeah, everything I want, and yeah,
1: everything I need. That sticky green, you know what I mean? you yeah, everything I want, and yeah, everything I need. That sticky green, you know what I mean? you yeah, everything I want, and yeah, everything I need. Welcome to another delicious episode of the High Flyers Resting Podcast. Your boys is back. The Black weights are here in the building. Well, individual buildings because you know, we're on the the quarantine. Um, Dom and Terry are here with our Impact Wrestling recap. How are you, my brother?
0: I'm good, you know, trying to make sure I don't catch this young coronavirus. (laughs) Yeah, you gotta say it like Cardi B every time.
1: Wow, and on that note, so. Another episode of Impact Wrestling. They were... Well, another pre taped episode. And they were in Atlanta this time. And it actually jumped off with Eddie Edwards versus Josh Alexander. Who actually has been in a lot of solo matches lately. Like, especially when I was in Mexico. I don't know if Ethan Page was like hurt or something or what. But, you know. uh, Yeah. The match was fine. It was basically what you expect. Eddie Edwards' shoe game is always on point, though. Yeah. Now, that hair... You know that's that's a different story for a different day, but Josh Alexander ended up getting the win. You know after getting you know after Eddie was got distracted by a good old <laughs> Ethan Page, but it wasn't a regular roll up; it was a jackknife pin. So that's why I didn't say nothing. I'm, I'm gonna let Josh Alexander make it, and plus I like the North though too. So you know uh-huh. it is what it is on that. They en- they ended up attacking Eddie it was after the match and she is the Crimson Chin to make the save. And yeah, that was basically the end of that. But bruh, that promo that Ethan Page cut on Tessa Blanchard post-match. Fantastic. That I was definitely
0: didn't wait to, to cut that promo.
1: Because he looked like, like, look, obviously we think that they mean for the most part every word they say. But he, like you said, he like, he's been trying to get that shit off his chest for a while. And I don't know about you, but I was rooting for Ethan Page to win in the main event after that. Same. I just wanted him to do nothing but damage. Basically, he challenged uh, Tesla Blanche to a match, you know what I'm saying, later on tonight. And, and yeah. And we also got an Impact Wrestling, I guess, well, I'll say singles match debut because she was on there already. But your girl Kylie Ray went up against Cassandra Golden, who was looking mighty thick, by the way. She kind of looked like Maya from Girlfriends, except a little thicker. <laughs> But, you know, Ki- Kylie right ended up getting the win. Actually, it was a solid match, though. You know, Cassandra just didn't get squashed or nothing like that, so, you know, it was a solid showing by her as well. But that Kylie special was was pretty interesting. I will say that, though. But that little side leg sweep into the crossface, yeah. I'm with it. And then she did announce that she had signed a, learn t- a long-term contract with Impact Wrestling, so she will be joining the knockout division long-term. And I'm excited for it. Like, what do you like? What do you see? Still so
0: called knockouts. Uh,
1: not I think they go. Up, what they going by women's division now? I think I don't. I don't know,
0: but I mean, I'm a, a fan. I'm interested to see. Um, you know, us. We've been fans of the, the Impact Knockouts fast Women's Division since probably day one of it being established like with Gail Kim back in the gap. Mm -hmm. I mean, occasionally, you know, they make questionable decisions, but that's wrestling as a whole. Ain't nobody going to be perfect every day. Right. But overall, this is probably one of the best places for her to be as far as a a woman's wrestler, because they at least know how to use women in multiple
1: storylines and not just valets. Or just throw them out there in random uh, multi-women matches. Mhm. So, <laughs> I called this, fam. Not you. direct, not directly, but I was—I would honestly say that I'm probably responsible for putting this in the atmosphere. So Moose came after, looking like uh, you know, he just hit up the old Seattle Supersonics uh, locker room and stole some gear, but. I ain't going like, That Green Road was nasty. That Moose was rocking. Came out there to the ring, said he's the best wrestler I've ever wrestled. He can basically beat anybody in TNA. And Kid Cash, aka Jeremy Renner, came out there.
0: Oh my god. I hate you so much for this.
1: And Chalice moves to a match that lasts about, what, five minutes? If that, you know, Kid Cash got a little offense in. Moose leapfrogged to and hit him with the no jackhammer and needed a spear. And that was, that was basically the end of that. Um, Yeah. But, but you did say, though, if they just bring it back, Legends to squash him to go ahead and do it. So technically, you kind of responsible too, not just me. Oh,
0: um, man. You know what? If y'all bring back TNA Legends, bring back. Christian Cage
1: I mean why he's already why in hard territory You say he's already where in Bret Hart territory with the uh, you know the head injuries
0: All right we'll, we'll discuss this off the air
1: So <laughs> bro I laughed at the end, but we ended up having, you know what I'm saying, an interview with your boy Rich Swan. who, I hope that's just his gimmick, fam, but these little outbursts he'd be doing, I'd be thinking there's something wrong with him for real, mentally, bro, I'm, I'm kind of concerned, but um, yeah, you know, he basically updated you know, his recovery, he said recovery sucks, and then, man, one of the greats, in my opinion, in Impact Wrestling. Decided to crash the interview. And who popped up, fam?
0: Your X division champion, Ace Austin.
1: Who was like, is that Rich? <laughs> so, you know, that was going back and forth. Um, you know, Ace was saying stuff, you know, basically trying to, like, cause a rift between, you know, Willie Mack and Rich One and... As Rich One was basically saying, you know, like, Willie Mac is going to be the next X Division champion, there was a knock at um, Rich One's door. And Ace Austin hit him with that, you know. He basically pulled the Pimp C fan. He sent the goons to your house. See, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so Rich One got up. All you hear is, uh, uh, and then the camera just faded to black like some Sopranos type shit. So, um, look. Well done. I'm not going to lie. That was a really well done sit down interview and a good way to, you know, further the story between Willie Mack and your boy Ace Austin. And also not leave Rich Swan out because now I'm, I'm interested to see what's going to happen whenever he do come back, though, because Willie, Willie Mack is the ex the Division champion and Rich Swan is healthy enough to come back. Maybe Willie's not one that's just gonna want to go for the tag team championships like that, even though I don't really see. Can you see Willie Mac as a heel, fam? Yep, as long as he ain't on no new jack shit, but <laughs> I'll be with it because, cause like I said, I can see Willie Mac and Riss One feud for the X Division title, and honestly, those matches are gonna be fire so. You don't really hear me complaining. Bro, I don't know about you, and I know I joked about it when he first came back, you know what I'm saying, looking like Aiden Pierce from the first Watchdog game, but I'm digging this new Sammy Sammy Callahan game he got going on right now. How was you feeling about the promo that he cut on Ken Shamrock?
0: I mean – it's what he had, He has to do, though, because you can't just lose to Tessa Blanchard and just be out here the next week like nothing happened. Like, I get that we're being progressive and everything, but as a male losing your world championship, something that technically has been the in the men's only club to a woman is something that's supposed to crush your spirit. Mhm. So him taking some time off to do soul searching and saying that you know he want to attack Ken Shamrock because unlike other companies, you have to earn your spot here, and Ken needs to earn his again.
1: I see no lies, and he would be damned if he does that without going through the draw, Sammy Callahan. And who <laughs>
0: else wants to go through the draw? Sammy Callahan, but Super save himself. Tommy motherfucking Dreamer. So basically, we get Tommy Dreamer versus Sammy Callahan and Extreme Rules match. Old school rules. Old disqualification. Whatever the hell you want to call it. Same match, different name. Basically. I'm, I think I'm going say this every time. Stop. Can I curse? Yes. Fucking having Tommy Dreamer wrestle in 2020. Please. That's it. That's all I want. <laughs> I'd rather be going back dick flips than have Tommy Dreamer wrestle in 2020.
1: Especially considering they always going to be hardcore matches.
0: Why are you not feeding this nigga the
1: moose? Thank you.
0: Like Tommy, you you a producer. You have a steady paycheck. You don't have to be out here doing this no more. You own your own wrestling company. If you want to wrestle, go wrestle for them niggas like Booker T. Do ROW in Houston.
1: Side note, you remember that point in the match where they were sitting in front of each other, stapling each other with a staple gun? Tommy mm-hmm. Dream was stapling Sammy and his vet. So how was he feeling it? 'Cause that vest Sammy was thick as hell.
0: That's one of them old school Roman Reign Teflon vests. He felt, that, he,
1: felt, he felt the one when he got, you know, stapled in the nuts though.
0: If it had staples in that bitch.
1: Well, I mean, I did see a few hanging out of his vest, so I mean, I'm, I'm yeah, I'm I'm fairly sure that, you know. But I was just but, like, Yeah.
0: Nah. Sammy won the match as he should have. Unfortunately, Rhino comes down to help Tommy Dreamer. OVE beats down Rhino and Dreamer. And then thumbs up. Lights out. Lights on. Jake and Dave Chris and Madman Fulton. No Sammy Callahan.
1: Thumbs down. Confusion everywhere. Man, man, Fulton almost lost his damn mind. Even more.
0: How come he don't want me, man?
1: <laughs> I can see that though. And then, oh, also, and I'm and I'm mad at myself for not even mentioning this earlier. Shout out to Madison Rain on commentary with Josh Matthews.
0: Oh yeah. TNA original, pretty much.
1: And her. And you could hear all the disgust in her voice for Sammy Callahan. She called him a disgusted, vile human being, a horrible representation of Ohio and all types of things, fam. And the first thing I thought about was a uh, good old class act when play was like, damn, homie, you really don't like me, do you? <laughs> <laughs> but like you said, uh, besides Tommy Dream and Steer Wrestling, I'm... I'm hoping Sammy Callahan gets the dub against Ken Shamra. I mean, considering he's going to the Hall of Fame and stuff, I don't really know how that's gonna work out. But also I feel like Sammy shouldn't be taking L's right now.
0: It's not the old niggas.
1: So but I'm looking forward to it though. Like I said, I'm, I'm I'm digging this new Sammy Callahan, you know, hacker thing gimmick that he got going on right now.
0: I'm gonna call the CIA.
1: So basically, Rosemary was hanging out at the Cliff Club getting drunk, huh? Yep.
0: That's what that's what happens when you run the undead undead room. I
1: ain't gonna lie, I laughed the whole time. And did she already take the dude's soul or something like that? That was at the bar level because he already like he done been handled already.
0: Either that or you know, the nigga just can handle his alcohol. Gonna
1: that be all gonna, fun and games to James Storm pop up in the. Oh man! Shout out to the Cowboy James Storm. Now, if you want to drink, that's who you drink with. But the video, the video package that they showed, you know, with Suzy Young and everything, and your girl is back, fam.
0: <laughs> Hi, I'm Susie.
1: It's just like last time. Everybody scattered. I mean, I would have did the same thing though. I'm
0: about to say like you wouldn't. The deniers was like,
1: "Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, that's you know."
0: <laughs> I got a patch, so you know, I'm gonna go this way.
1: And that goes. And I, but I did notice though that she did acknowledge the fact that she knows about, you know, saying Sue Young. So basically, what she like just no, she's in control of it now.
0: Seems that way.
1: I'm with it. I dig it. Or combined it. So basically she on her uh her hulk right now. Yeah. yeah. You got you got Dr. Professor Susie. Joseph Ryan, fam.
0: Joseph P. Ryan.
1: My bad. Joseph P. Ryan.
0: I know if the P stands for penis.
1: I thought that's what it stood for.
0: We're gonna assume it does, even if it doesn't.
1: Yeah, just because, you know, it's him. He was the one that got canceled this week. Uh, yep. that's it. That's really it. I mean, the match was whatever.
0: Yeah. I mean, this is probably the deaners' first match winning and forever.
1: Yeah, that's why I didn't have really too much of an issue with it. <laughs> so how how I did you- to
0: go drink backstage?
1: He was drinking. You know what I'm saying? Well, my bad. He poured, he poured his beer down. You know what I'm saying? Joseph, you know, throat. So, he had to, have to go and refuel, fam. Speaking of refuel, how would you feel about the Crimson Chin and all ego, Ethan Page, one-on-one, as your impact's main event?
0: I mean, it was a solid match. Um, I kind of wish that, you know, Eddie didn't return the favor. But I kinda enjoyed Tessa getting her ass beat a
1: little bit. Oh, I ain't whispering that I highly enjoyed her getting her ass beat a lot of bit.
0: <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm just look, it was cool, but it's my time. Whatever y'all first event is post corona. I don't know if y'all need to have a defendant in the King of the Mountain match. Have the whole goddamn locker room take on, but baby girl need to go ahead and drop that title.
1: Yeah, seriously.
0: Yeah, honestly, might as well just hit reset on all the title belts.
1: Even the no. tag team.
0: Yeah, because I mean, the North
1: doesn't pretty much hit they plateau. True. Literally, what what else could they? Who else could they beat and do? You know what I'm saying?
0: Like, uh, T- Tessa Ace the North and Jordan is pretty much like treading water right
1: now. Yo, I forgot Jordan Grace was a champ.
0: See, and she was having open challenge matches at one point in the time, and that just stopped. And
1: you know what? I can see that though. I mean, cause really, I, I yeah, I wouldn't be opposed to that. Cause honestly, bro, if you have her. Beat Eddie Edwards and Michael Elgin. Y'all might as well just keep the belt on her for a while. Because, like, those are two of your strongest competitors right now. Like,
0: Honestly, just let Michael Elgin go go ahead and get a title run. Hell, I'd be down for a Moose title run right now, to be honest. Because, I mean, at this point, Elgin would have been in TNA slash Impact for a year. So, why not reward him?
1: That's true. I'm with that. Um, all in all, you know, solid episode. I give it a solid B.
0: You said B or D? B. Okay. Agreed.
1: So, but that wasn't all, though. Because right after that, TNA aired one of their specials. Um, the, the stars ain't the word, fam, because I ain't going to lie. I felt so old because the first thing I thought about was the fact that watching TNA when they was only an hour, they had the 60 minute time limit on the uh, <laughs> on top of the screen to let you know how much time the show had left. But shout out to Hernandez though. He beat Chase Stevens with a beautiful boy at his house.
0: Hey, he didn't kill him this time.
1: <laughs> yeah, this time. I mean, you have to learn your lesson, you know what I'm saying? from like last time though, right? But we did mention the knockouts earlier and look bro that video recap of the knockouts division, you know what I'm saying including Gail Kim becoming the first knockout champion and just the history of them, you know, shout out to Victoria Awesome
0: Kong Taylor Wild, sorry Angelina Love, Sarita Definitely Allie um, Marty, Bell, Jay, Sienna, all you. Big shout out to all you women. Kudos. If you, wanna
1: be, if you really want to be honest, they really started the women's revolution, quote unquote. Easily. So, TNA, you say, well, was,
0: TNA was giving women a chance before
1: it was cool. Thank you. So, yeah, easily. But, um, and then they backed out that with showing, you know what I'm saying, the video package of the Ultimate X-Match. And, bro, I still remember the first time I saw Ultimate X-Match. I was just, that what really, like, won me over as far as, like, continuing to watch TNA was the Ultimate X-Match. Agreed. And, you know, look, man. Just seeing, like, old young AJ and Christopher Daniels and some more Joe and just Frankie. Because it was, yeah, fantastically done. And we not we didn't see him once, Terry. We saw Kid Cash twice.
0: Oh, my God. Because he I mean, teamed up. With I Julius guess it's okay if, if this is the reason why we saw him twice.
1: Well, yeah, that's true, since it was, you know what I'm saying, a TNA special. So, what, technically it was, what, two people in this mess that you hate? Because they was taking on mannequin suicide, so, you know. Yeah. How is that possible?
0: (laughs) Y'all the same goddamn person.
1: Nah, bro, for real. Like, that shit didn't even be... They Maybe they pulled a Steve Urkel win. You know what I'm saying? He found a way for him and Stephon to be two different people. Oh.
0: Next thing you know, Bruce Banner and the Hulk both going to be walking around here. In two <laughs>
1: seconds. I mean, you got to do what you got to do to get ahead in life, fam. But, I mean, as far as the match goes, you know, it was fine. Johnny Swing and Kid Cash, they dominated the majority of the match. They were doing a fantastic job, though, keeping, you know, Manic, you know, away from, the, you know, his corner. So... You know, it was a solid match. You know, uh, Suicide and... I almost said Suicide Squad, but Suicide and Manic ended up getting a dub. At, I ain't gonna lie, he up kind of high on that. That's one time he hit, though. So, props to Suicide for that, but yeah. I, fucking Manic, bro. And honestly, my highlight of the night was this video package they showed of them interviewing wrestlers backstage about the King of the Mountain Match. They talked to Kiara Hogan, Tessa, The Rascals, Willie Mack, and I know I'm missing some people too, but those are like the main ones that I remember they talked to. But uh, when they was explaining the rules to the King of the Mountain Match, they was all legit looking like, this can't be real. I I think Wentz was like, bro, who made up this shit? (laughs) nah he he was just like y'all fucking with me right this ain't real like that's how you know they legit knew nothing about this match which granted it made no sense whatsoever like when you look back at it this match made no sense at all and if I'm not mistaken didn't Jeff Jerry win every single one of them
0: at least the majority of them I think he might have lost one or two
1: and that was probably when he was on his way out. So, I mean, yeah. Um, honestly, I was probably like...
0: Let's go find out
1: real quick. Actually, that was only one of my highlights. You know why? Because right after that, the genetic freak, the <laughs> big bad booty daddy, Scott Steiner came out to the ring live and uncensored. Honestly, he was, he was actually pretty tame, considering what I thought he was actually going to be coming out there and saying, but he was like, he's the reason why TNA is, shows TNA. And when I say TNA, I mean tits and ass. <laughs> and then he proceeded, bro, to redo probably one of his best promos he'd ever <laughs> cut in his life with the good old Style So it has been Mad 12 King
0: of the Mountain mat- uh, matches. Jarrett was in four of them, and he's won three of the four.
1: Yeah, that's what I thought. That's that yeah, that's that's exactly that sounds right. Cause I feel like I just kept watching him just hoping for him to lose. But even in the back of my mind, I'm like, I don't know why I keep set myself up for this disappointment. But yeah, bro. Steiner mad. Man. I
0: actually reshare reshared that promo.
1: As you should It's on,
0: it's on the uh Hot Flyers Facebook page.
1: And shout out the good old you talking about uh from from Impact or the OG one with Pete Williams?
0: Nah the OG, the original.
1: Oh bro. Such fantastic work. And you know what? This is probably one time where I say you can probably tell Scott Steiner was actually enjoying himself because even he was like kind of started laughing when he started talking about it. But he was to be interrupted by your boy Joseph P. Ryan. Wow you happy? I, you happy? I said the whole thing, like Tribe Called Quest.
0: Thank you.
1: It said, uh, he doesn't know what a big bad booty daddy or genetic freak is. <laughs> all he know is he should be cancelled just like TNA was. And I was like, damn bro, you ain't got to say all that. But I'll die laughing when he said it's time for you to become big proper pump, bro. <clears throat> And then he proceeds to get stole by Sky Steiner, who still had the microphone in his hand the whole time. So yeah, um, shout out to Scott Steiner. It was good to see him healthy, especially considering what you know what I'm saying happened a couple weeks ago. I think they they say yeah, all right now though. So that's always yeah. But, well, technically,
0: it would have happened right after this.
1: Well, yeah, that's what yeah, well, that's what I meant. But um, yeah, so it's good to know that he's okay. And it'll be interesting to see whenever they reschedule that TNA going, you know what I'm saying, going home show, because I actually want to see that. Even though we had to see Madman 4th and took on Rhino. I think this is probably the only thing. I mean, it was the end of the show, so it was whatever. But, you know, Madman 4th and took on Rhino, it ended in DQ. And one of your famous brawls ended the show. So... I didn't have no issue with how it ended because we did get to see your boy uh, Hernandez go or Mexico one more time. So, but all right. in all, I had show ended or just all around, you know, just overall thoughts on, you know, the TNA special.
0: I mean, I enjoyed it. Uh, part of me kind of wish that we could have got the six sided of ring just since it is a one night only special and it is one of the things that made TNA, TNA. Yeah. Right. But overall, it brought me back to a time when things were simpler because the greatness of TNA is like back when I was in middle and high school and shit.
1: I want to say same.
0: And then some of the m- moments once I got grown when Perk Angle was there doing his thing. <sighs> but I definitely stumbled across TNA one, one day in, in like seventh, eighth grade on Fox Sports. Mm-hmm. It's What's like, say. Hey, it's wrestling.
1: And I'll never forget. It was like AJ wrestling Jerry Lynn. That was the first TNA match that I ever saw. It was AJ versus Jerry Lynn. And I was just like, first of all, I was just like, this nigga Jerry Lynn still wrestling? <laughs> and then second of all, I was just like, I don't know who he wrestling, but he cold his hell because AJ did like the spiral tap. And I was just like, ooh, that was nice. And then after that, yeah. Because I think it used to come on like around either 3 or 3.30. Because by the time I got home, it was already young. So, yeah, man. It was it was fantastic to see. I'm kind of, I I need all this, you know what I'm saying, Corona T-Virus stuff to go ahead and do what I need to do. Because I actually do kind of want to see that TNA going home show. Because, shout out to Raven. That's all I'll say.
0: <laughs> Shout out to him also keeping up his end of the bargain because, you know, he said every time he's seen Dreamer, it's on site.
1: Every time, fam. But he helped him still, though.
0: Yeah. And then after he helped him, you know, he dropped him.
1: Did you laugh, though, like when Raven left? Because I just assumed it was going to be over after Raven left. And then OVE just went back in the ring and started attacking Tommy Dreamer? Yep. And I was just like, oh, it's still it's still going on. Like I said, and then you know, Manic and Suicide came out there, Kid Cash came out there, lights went off, Raven came after with the good old kendo stick, Swinging and moving slow as hell. Yeah, man. So yeah, overall though, I'll give really I guess I'll just lump up impact. TNA or whatever as a whole this week, and I I just give it all overall the plus. So I'm gonna include the TNA special, so I I really enjoyed what I saw. Whatever, you know, hours and change, hour five minutes or whatever.
0: Yeah, it was it was, it was really good. So it's a very positive positive light in a dark place that we've in that we're in right now, and then the fact that you know the crowd was actually able to react to it. Because this is one of those moments that wouldn't have benefited from an empty arena.
1: No, nah, not at all. I definitely agree. So, with that being said, let them know where they can find us, fam.
0: You can find this episode in any other episode by going directly to hotflyerspodcast.com. Looking this up anywhere you get your podcast, be it Spreaker, Spotify, Apple Music, Google, at High Flyers Podcast on Facebook or YouTube at High Flyers Wrestling Podcast on Twitter at Podcast Flyers, Dom's Twitter at Freshly Snipes 21, my Twitter at underscore Bobby Digital, and until next time with our NXT review, Rascal Wave Too Sweet, top guys out.